Tanandi is the Festival of Contemporary Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Art. The exhibition is at the Art Gallery of South Australia until the 30th of January 2022. You can view the virtual tour online at agsa.sa.gov.au. My name is Karen Mills. My people are the Balangara people from the East Kimberley. I live in the Top End in Palmerston, which is part of the Greater Darwin region. And can you tell us a little bit about the works that you've created? Are these are specifically for Tandani you created these? Yes, these works were a new body of work specifically for Tandani. I've called the series Someday We Will Walk Together on Country and the work is based around images to do with fire and smoke in the landscape. Which is quite prominent at certain times of the year up in Darwin there? Yes, the, the, uh, the untitled Smoke on Country is very much about the smoke and the um, effect of driving and in uh, seeing the smoke low in the um, winter time in the dry season when there's cool burning to manage the load fuel load and um, looking after country and just the beautiful imagery of the smoke along the side of the road and looking into the savannah woodlands and the shadows and the escarpment appearing within from behind the smoke the works that you've created they're asymmetrical diptychs as well have you have you done this kind of work before no that's a totally new idea i've um i guess in my mind i've been thinking for a while about wanting to uh, work on a something different than a four-sided rectangular or square shape and the idea of having more sides so seeing some other artists work on the internet and looking i um saw some diptychs and thought i would like to try that and make make these different shapes to change the perspective and uh, create a different space around the painting and I can see in, in, in one of the works there is like, a, a, like a, one of the shapes that's painted there, you can see it, it goes from one canvas to the other. But for, for all of these works, did you paint them the way they're laid out like that or were they painted kind of you know, just side by side or however they fit on your table? Uh, yes, I paint on a table and yes, the, the, um, the large work were all painted individually on my table with the two canvases side by side. So as, as we would see them on the wall now? Yes. there's. A, well, I left a little gap in between oh, yeah. the two so that the paint didn't dry and stick them together. Oh, of course, that yes. What you mean. <laughs> <laughs> but I did, I did yes. sweet brush, brush, brush strokes across the both like oh, okay. it was one, working on one canvas. So, yeah, I worked on them simultaneously, side by side. And there's a, a video of you... Uh, creating or working on one of these pieces that's featured here in the exhibition and some of the paint is really you know it, it's it's really how would you describe it quite fluid like it's dribbling and running running off the edges so does that mean you have to work on all of your works horizontally on a table to be able to paint them well that's just the way i work i'm always never painted vertically i've always painted on the table because i like to be able to move around my work and look at the surface from very close-up detail and I know, feel like I know every brush stroke and mark <laughs> whether I like it or it's going to go at some stage. And um, 
yes, that's part of the layering, is just building up these very thin layers of colour and texture. Does that create physical constraints then for the size of the works you can actually work on based on the table and how far you can reach into them as well? Exactly, yes. The table, I think this is these two works together is probably about the largest, like up to two metres, which where I can physically uh, paint because I do like to be able to work across the whole of the stretcher and... Uh, work the, all the surface, particularly when I'm starting a painting, I will uh, you know, just cover it all with quite a few layers of just single, a single colour, usually a grey. I like to start with grey. And uh, yeah, that physical sense of my movement really does dictate the scale of my work. I um, don't really want to do anything bigger yep. that would require some kind of technical tool to... Kind increase of my brush mission length. impossible harness where you're yeah. coming down from the ceiling and yeah, dangling an over extension it. a brush <laughs> a brush extension or something no because it's all about my energy i feel like it's all about my energy that i'm working on the canvas with and when you're working on these pieces do you know how you want it to look at the end or you work on it until you can see that it's in a place it needs to be yeah exactly i don't i never have any idea of how things are going to work out I'm really working from layer to layer and watching the paint paint dry and then start making as the layers increase start seeing different areas of texture or the color sits a bit differently and then I let that guide my next part of the process until reach a conclusion that looks interesting to me and feels like it's the right time to stop I'm used to working on things digitally, so I'm very comfortable with having an undo option or I'll save this version in case I want to come back to it later. There's there's no doing that with your work, though, is there? Yes and no. I mean, yes, it, as part of the um, my process of eliminating work that sometimes I do take days, even weeks maybe, when I let the painting just sit there while I think about if I um, paint it out or work around it and have it all look together. I mean, and usually it's the things I love. Sometimes it's the thing, part of the painting that I really like the most and I try to save it, but then it's at a point where I have to be able to say goodbye to it to move the painting along to where it needs to be. (laughs) (laughs) If that makes sense. Yes, it does, yes. It's part of the real um, anguish of that struggle within myself and my conversation with the painting and then quite often I, um, I'm i thinking about it and because I work at home in my my studios uh, in my house in a converted bedroom so when I'm not painting I'm always walking past the room and looking at the surface across how the light falls and things and then I dream about it and then you know, I'll, a lot of times in the middle of the night I'll suddenly have that idea of what the next, next thing is going to be and I'll go and um, have a look at it in the early hours and maybe do do that layer and then that moves me along to the next stage. Oh, great. <laughs> and and when you're working on these pieces, uh, is there always a kind of this way is up or it's not until the work is finished that that you'll, you'll decide on that? Pretty much. I mean, 
sometimes I just, especially with smaller works, I have really no specific orientation. I'm quite happy for people to um, decide how they hang them, which way they like, totally up to them. I mean, sometimes it makes sense the way I've painted it in the end, kind of. But no, they can be alternatives. And yep. People do choose them sometimes. And just gives me a different perspective. And just on a, on a practical note with the, the framing of the pieces, is that something that was done at the gallery for the exhibition or is that a, a new thing that you had to deal with in, in creating these asymmetrical works? It is a new thing because um, it was all part of my idea of the shape and I wanted the framing to really consolidate that the two stretches were one shape and that's how I... I, I um, Wanted them to look with the natural oak, the wood, with the with the float, the gap, so that they would sit inside, but have that nice framing. Because it was the first time I've worked with the intention of having the work framed. Usually, my work is unframed, so that you can get an idea of the history of the paint making from the colours that have dripped on the side. Because quite often, the colours on the side are not the last colours that are on the final surface. Ah. It can be a mystery. And it had this uh, other great effect then of when some of the works are hung side by side, this negative space between them creates similar shapes to, to what the, the frames were. Yes, that's really what I was most excited about, arriving here and getting to see them installed to be able to look at that negative space because really... Uh, a lot of my work is about negative space and that's within the spatial relationships in the painting but also the space around the painting. So the way that it's been hung, I really do enjoy the spaces in between. And some of the works have a, a texture to them, almost like there's dirt or, or grit. Is, is that just paint or do you add something to that? Uh, well, that's actually the natural ochre which I've ground myself so it's a it's a lot more coarse in texture than the other dry pigments which are powdered and have been machine ground which I source from an art supply for um, pigments from the United States so I think I always think that's a bit amazing that I can um, be working away in suburban Palmerston in the Northern Territory but I'm able to source my artist materials from all across, from the long other side of the world as well <laughs> as combine it with the natural ochre, which, which I like the texture and the unbleached colour of the white. That's great. And is it is it like everyone else's online shopping experiences where things arrive and you go, that's not what I was expecting? No, I've, I've, every time I've ordered pigments, I mean, I get different passions for different colours so I've been branching out now and obviously this series I've been interested in working with the green oxide and the burnt umber pigments and just learning how painting with them how they their particular individual properties of how they work as as a paint material like transparent or opaque and all sorts of make mark making but yes it's a small company that makes artist pigments and Mostly for oil. Artists who like to make their own oil paints, but I yeah. the, um, I'm used it as a synthetic polymer paint. So 
I do like that mixing my own paint and <laughs> making little combinations of colours. When you get new new pigments and new paints, do you test them out first or just they, they go onto the canvas however they go onto the canvas? Oh, no, some of them, they, uh, they do need to be tested because not all pigments are water-soluble. So some are and some need to be um, wetted out with uh, alcohol before you can mix, mix, make a paint with it. Okay. And there was one of the works in the exhibition, I'm pretty sure it's called Aspect of Self. Is that, an, <laughs> is that an aspect that we can know more about or that's something you'll know about just for yourself? Well, no, I did put it in the title. I mean, that work turned out as quite a surprise to me and when I looked at it, when I finished it, I, I did feel like I'd actually subconsciously painted a self-portrait of my two loves of uh, gestural mark making combined with uh, minimal, very simple, clean lines and space and put them together. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Which I think is probably evident in all my work that subconsciously there's that tension between those two different sides of my nature. And uh, future projects from here, future ideas? I'm actually thinking of um, perhaps some more... More shapes, maybe with a couple more sides. All right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so ex- extra panels Time. to create. Yes, just, yes. just playing around with them, maybe on, uh, on wood. Oh, yeah. Mm. That sounds great. I think, I think this, the um, framing bit might get a bit tricky. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking you're going to have to develop a good relationship with a framer. And <laughs> oh, yes, I'm very fortunate to have a, a quite a long relationship now with my um, framer. In, in Darwin, Don White Framing. So, yeah, he's great support for artists. And it's always great to work with. And, yeah, they've just come up with a marvellous framing for my new idea. I don't think they quite got it at first, what I was talking about with my shapes until they saw the first one. And then, yeah. So beautifully done. Thank you very much for your time this afternoon. Thank you. Tarnandi is presented by the Art Gallery of South Australia with principal partner BHP and support from the Government of South Australia. View the virtual tour online at agsa.sa.gov.au.